The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Here at last on the ground, you in midair, sending the clowns. Isn't it bliss? Don't you approve? One who keeps tearing around, one who can't move. Where are the clowns? Sending the clowns. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. To my brother, my brother, me, 100, a retrospective. I am your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I am your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm the sweet baby brother, Griffin. Why are we talking like this? It's like an NPR special. Like an NPR special remembering the McElroy brothers. Behind the wisdom. Behind the wisdom, they called it. I think that idea is Terry Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Terry Gross humor. So welcome, it's everybody. Like we're, walking is... on, we're walking on broken Ira glass. Those are the <laughs> only two people I know from NPR. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Rick Steves. So, what do you know? <laughs> this show uh, stinks. <laughs> That's my what do you know gag about what do you know with Michael Feldman. People have listened to a hundred episodes of this. That's their bad. And, and this is fault. what we're delivering. These are the goofs we bring to our hundredth episode. This is our hundredth goof episode. Uh, the show of a hundred goofs is what this is going to be called. This is a not a, a lot of people know this, but the hundredth anniversary is the bad NPR puns anniversary. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most treasured gift. Uh, so this is our hundredth show, if you can believe that shit. We started. <laughs> God, we we uh, our first episode, I believe, was April eleventh or April twelfth. Yeah, this is also our two year. I believe it's our two year anniversary. As it well. is. Yeah. So we've been doing this junk for two years. You've been listening. Which also means we skipped twelve episodes at some mm-hmm. point along the way. bad. Well, no. There's a. I don't think we numbered the candle nights episodes, did we? Uh, yeah, and and did. good job on the math there, Griffin. There's fifty two weeks, so we'd be at fifty two weeks. That's seventy two. Plus <laughs> times two. Hold on. Hold Minus on. Carry. Six is a hundred. You forgot to carry it. Did you carry it? Did you? De- Where's the square root? I at? dropped the one. Ah, yeah. You never always... show your work, Travis. Uh, so well, this I... is our advice show for the modern era. Uh, we have thank you guys so much for letting us continue to do this for you for so long. Um, we're not. Thank sure you for what... not finding anything better to do. <laughs> yeah, thank you for not getting one more extra productive hour in your week. Although I'm sure you're like cleaning. Are you cleaning the sink right now? You probably are. Somebody's oh, doing it. dishes right now. You're doing dishes right now. Hey, if if there's a couple doing dishes together while you're watching the show, I want you to look at each other and just be like, "Looks like we made it." Because this is the mo- these are the moments. This is like <laughs> the equivalent of when you're painting the the house together and she's got a handkerchief on her head, and then one of you accidentally gets paint on the other, and then oops, roller fight. 
This is like that kind of moment. And also Walking on Sunshine is playing. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. the first it's like the first four minutes of up and, and then hopefully not the two minutes that follow that. <laughs> you know the hap- I would like I would like someone who hasn't seen up before to show him up and then like hit stop after the first four minutes. Like that was it. It was just one of those Pixar pretty, shorts. Pretty great, huh? It's yeah, this it's just like, called Happy Marriage. This is like the middle <laughs> five minutes of the uh that fuck yeah, curious jam of button man. What's that? <laughs> that old mm-hmm. rap pit jam. You know where they were all he was old and she was young? Jack. <laughs> You're thinking of Jack. I'm thinking of Jack. Um So uh let's let's actually get to helping people. We've got probably too much to do this week. So let's uh let's get right on it. My roommate's girlfriend has taken to spending four or five days of the week at our apartment. She takes a shower twice a day, uses the toilet, does most of her laundry here, and uses the internet and cable. Is it appropriate to ask her to start paying utilities or even rent? I know this seems obvious, but we're in college, and she's still paying for her own apartment until the lease ends in August, so I'd feel sort of bad. But at the same time, me and my other roommates feel as though we're basically paying her to live here. Brothers, what are we to do? That's from disgruntled in Delaware. There's, I think I I don't think this issue is as black as and white as it as it seems. No, this well, this question should be called how horrible it is to be in college. Yeah, because this yeah. I I guarantee you live with six people, right? You live with six people in a three bedroom house. That's thorny, no matter which way you slice it. She's You're coming in squatters. She now you have complained that she uses the toilet. And I would not bring <laughs> I would not bring that up when you approach her. Like, hey, every every flush, every dump flush you do, it's like it's like <laughs> fifty six cents. She's not gonna put a piggy bank on the back of the toilet. Yeah. She's not gonna admit to her boyfriend that she uses the bathroom for another couple of years. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to you don't want to blow up her spot uh, this soon. Um, also, I would say that internet and cable might not be a good argument because they're completely renewable resources. <laughs> not like she's using up anything um you used up all of my nickelodeon yeah (laughs) can i be honest like if i don't think the right solution is to ask for money like i don't i don't think that's the right i think if you're uncomfortable with how much time she is spending there then i i i think that you should ask talk to the guy about it no, no, um, talk to her too. Well, no, I don't. I don't mean that. I don't mean that in a misogynist way. I mean that in like a, like, he's the one you know, presumably a little bit better, and it's gonna be more comfortable. And also, I don't mean like a man least, makes the decisions a, for. Here's the thing: unless she's like invited herself in in some kind of crazy person way, he brought her, you know, into the apartment. Okay. He's having her spend the night. Wait so a minute, what are you talking the responsibility, about? I'm saying the responsibility. Is on your roommate, not her. I no, want to know about the crazy person back way. To the crazy person way in which she's is she secretly secretly living in the house like a like a borable? Is that what's going on? <laughs> she's she doing a she's spell. Living in the walls? Well, I'm not necessarily going that far, but so much as it's like she never goes home now, and she just like hangs out there all the time, and he's too afraid of her to like ask her to maybe spend the night at her own house once or twice a week. So she Mine might be really physically intimidating, is what I'm saying. She's like a witch, you mean? A witch that yes. he's cursed yes. with. Thank you. A exactly. witch that inhabits the eaves of her house. Is this what you're saying? Maybe she maybe she sneaks down into the kitchen and steals all of his fruit, and also she's tiny because she's adorable. 
<laughs> Kevin's really hung up on the idea of borable I, girlfriend. I don't think a borable is what you think it is. Is it not like the? I think you're thinking of borrowers. God damn it! A borable is a thing, but what I think is it's like it? a rat-like child. What? I don't know. I think it's a, da- a book Dad used to read and talk about borables. <laughs> I, I think me, it's a book Dad made. Let up. me let me cruise into this borables uh, well for a second. So there's a trilogy. They're written by uh, an English author and. Uh, they're runaway children okay. who eventually become borabled, and when they wake up, they find their ears have been pointed. Okay, so they are rat-like children. They okay. are very similar to, to elves and pixies of English folklore. What I meant is that your girlfriend's a borrower. Your okay. roommate's girlfriend is a borrower, and unless he's a borrower, I don't know. I can't get behind borrower crossbreeding. I don't mean to sound like that's not. I don't want to sound bigoted. Griffin. But I don't want to wow. sound bigoted, but just like the physics of it is kind of gross to think about. You know, a hundred episodes in, and the truth comes out. Finally, Tru- your freak, your flag flies. I'm so what? so disappointed. Your your flag. You're flying your flag of uh, hatred. The hatred, hate flag, and intolerance, an intolerant flag. I I think the only time it's appropriate to ask. Uh, a girlfriend that's like staying over for rent is if she does not have her own place. You know what I mean? If it's like, if well, my lease ended, she's a and now I'm just borrower? no. I'm saying like if she's like crashing there for a month or two, like until uh, you know she finds another place or something, then you sure as fuck ask for rent. This is like but, she has an offshore bank account though. Like she has an apartment that she pays thirteen dollars yeah. a month for because it's awful, but she stays here on the free skis because she can always say, oh no no no. I mainly incorporated over on six, the dirty part okay. of it. <laughs> you know, and this is and this is where it gets to, especially if you're not paying for water. If like water is included in your rent, you got no, you have no like to stand on. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. But maybe it's just like, I I think here I think that the money thing is not at the root of this. The root of it it is a sort of place to hang your hat, but really mm-hmm. like. She's there all the time. Yeah. And this is Especially your Especially if she's there when he's not. Yeah. Put the... your foot down. This is like your place. Like I it you know, any boyfriend, girlfriend, like y- you get a house and you think, okay, well the three of us are gonna live here and it's gonna be a little crowded, but whatever will make ends meet. Like and then you have this other person who's always there and you don't know them and they're not yeah. paying anything, so you resent them. <sighs> is it also that he just wants to play Madden and make dude farts? <laughs> <laughs> Could that be a possible? possible? I wanted to eat this oversized plate of chicken wings and make dude farts, and I, you're here all the time classing up the place. I'm not saying that women can't eat chicken wings and play Madden and, and make dude farts. That's not what I'm saying. I'm that is saying, exactly what women do when there aren't men around. I'm just a, saying the mixing of the sexes. When you mix, when you crossbreed, uh, you can't. You can't. <laughs> when you crossbreed it. men and women, Gervin does not believe in breeding between men and women. No. No, it's, it's, it's disgusting. How do the parts even match up at that point, you know? It says in the Bible, you must be equally yoked. And that, <laughs> that cannot apply if one of you is a man and one of you is a woman. It's disgusting. Like, if you're not dong slapping, which is <laughs> when you hit two dongs together, like the thunder sticks at a stadium, like at a sports yeah. game. Um, right. Or I don't have a name for what it is when you do it with two vaginas. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, right. can we not? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to bleep that out. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, I will. It would be our hundredth episode without getting feverish questions about what horrible thing Travis said that we had to bleep out. 
Um, <laughs> I hate you, Drax. <laughs> I, I, you just got to talk to him and say, listen, either, I, I don't think you can go halfway on this. Either she becomes a fourth roommate and she's there all the time mm-hmm. or, and, and, wait a minute, the lease ends in August? Yeah. That's oh, a ways. right. That's, that's a, that's a hike. That's a ways out. Yeah. Um, I don't think the money is going to fix your problem though. I think she just needs to stop being there so much and i think that's really what's bothering you i think four or five days a week is is way too much i it's, think like two lot. or three is fine especially and here's the other thing if she was just like getting there at like eight o'clock at night they'd watch a movie and like she'd spend the night and then she'd leave in the morning and go to class but the fact that she's showering twice and doing her laundry she's squatting in your home she's, she's literally squatting because she's using your toilet and that's not okay <laughs> that's inappropriate you should put yeah. you know you got to put nails on the toilet seat like they do to keep pigeons off of subway stops that doesn't make cities. that is wholly impractical that's exactly what you need to do Griffin. nailed it uh literally <laughs> literally uh we asked you guys uh those of you who we've helped and i was using air quotes over the years we asked you to check in with us to tell us how things are going how things are going with you how did it work out uh even though we do advise you to never take our advice uh, we're very clear about that. Um, some of you still do occasionally. Um, Travis, mm-hmm. give me a check in. What, what's what's the story out there? You answered my question in episode twenty nine, the quickening. My question was in regard to my older boyfriend, me twenty eight, him fifty two, and my fears about introducing him to my friends. I cracked up at your world's greatest grandpa slash boyfriend riff, but you eventually gave me some real advice. I would disagree, saying that my friends would be cool. It turns out they were. All my friends are now his friends, and we've been together for two years. Thanks, brothers, and congrats on your 100th episode. I listen every week, and I'm a proud Maximum Fun supporter due to you. You joke, but you really do help more than you think. You're a faithful listener. Yes, I know it's weird. Oh, yes, I know it's weird. I'm so happy to hear from you. That's so nice. I remember that question. I'm glad everything worked out. Me too. Me too. Why Uh, did you take our advice? Uh, we did. We are very clear about this. Usually, we are in no way legally responsible for anything. <sighs> Although also, we do sometimes give so much different advice that you would almost—I mean, you almost have to make we, it. We throw yeah. the we throw the advice spaghetti against the wall, and sometimes something sticks. But <laughs> That's exactly for every it. for every one piece of spaghetti that does stick to the wall, like eighty pieces fall to the ground. And so, in that respect, and crush your dog. We may help. They're more giant than, pieces of spaghetti. We may help more than we think, but we also hurt way, way more than we could ever calculate. Right, <laughs> because now you got mice. Look yeah. at this pasta on the floor. <laughs> this is an issue. We need to get we need to get somebody in here to clean. This but thing. thank you for listening, and I'm yeah, glad that thank we could you. Help. Thank you so yeah. much. This, this, this and thanks for being a maximum fun supporter. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. did amazing with that stuff. We won't harp on it too much, but uh, you guys are just the best humans a billion dollars yeah we yep. raised a billion dollars a billion dollars a month yeah a billion dollars is isn't cool though you know it's cool <laughs> a, a yahoo answer a yahoo answer question i thought you're going for a transition no we're we're really we're really rich now the three of us are, <laughs> the three of us are getting to a point rich. where we are i would say we're careening towards um pay to hunt Eastern European people in a forest, mm-hmm. like that's about where we're we're about yeah. like hostile rich. I've to- actually at this point over. Uh, I took over a, a, a serfdom. Did you? Yeah, I have a whole uh, army of serfs now. You know, uh, so rewarding. 
but it you, is watching the twinkle in their eye as I give own, them some having grain. Having surface is, is one of I think one of the most rewarding uh, investments you can make. My one piece of advice to you: keep mm-hmm. your eye on Frankie and Annette because yeah. they will <laughs> they will uh, get out of hand. Surfs. No, I gotcha. <laughs> Surfing. Uh-huh. Grip Uh so please surfing. Yeah. No, no, yeah, 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 no. Cheap. It's funny because because they're homonyms. Okay. They sound the same, but they're uh, spelled different. Let's go. Here we go. Uh this Yahoo answer is sent by I Earth. don't think two homonyms should get married. There Guys, it's stop out. it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop it. This Yahoo answer is sent by Earl Parsons. Thank you, Earl. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bob, but not a builder. Who asks, why do kids think it's cool to sag if they don't know the real meaning of it? (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but in prison, if you sag, does that mean you are owned by someone else in the prison? This is is absolutely a guidance counselor who's wanting to go to school the next day and just fucking nail people. Like, hey, you know what that means? I read on the internet. He's setting up his own scared straight scenario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, is that what that – it seems counterintuitive to me to – if you are in prison and you belong to someone, if you were meant for them and they were meant for you, um, <laughs> and you and you show off your, your, your plumage, you know, yeah. if you air it out and you show it off and you say, this is mine, this is what I'm working with, you jealous, it seems like – I don't know. It seems like a better thing to do would be to like cover it up as much as you possibly could. Just hoist it up to like your armpit. Mm-hmm. Like when you yeah, get if... married in real life, you don't, you don't, you know, walk around hanging brain. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you are you are in a committed you are in a beautiful and committed relationship. Um, if, you're if you're... I get married in prison to a I I believe I, I'm I'm not attempting to offend. I believe the nomenclature is bitch. When I get married to a bitch in prison, wait, I what? Justin, yes, you would be the bitch. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, all right, no, fair wait, enough. Wait, 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 wait. I will, I will commit myself to our man in such a way that I will wear a full tarp that I have fashioned <laughs> out of paper towels I stole when the warden wasn't looking. Yeah, and no, no other man <laughs> other than Big Ricky J is gonna have. Uh, his the card wedding. thrower? You will what? not. You will not be allowed yes. to be in a room alone with a man who is not your, uh, your, I guess, butt king. What are they called? <laughs> They're butt kings and bitches. You will not be allowed to be in a room alone with a man who is not your butt king, except for the hundreds and hundreds of men that you, like, legally have to stay in a room alone with mm-hmm. all the time because you're in prison. Right, yeah. but I'll be very cool to them. I would be yes. very distant. Oh, just an ice, just an ice thousand queen. yard stare, just mm-hmm. really inaccessible. They'll try to chat me up about, I don't know, how about breakout the kings that morning. I think everybody breakout talks kings. about breakout you kings. Think, you think they're only talking about breakout kings and uh, like Alcatraz that uh-huh. series? That's all. Did you see Alcatraz for. last night? I wish we could disappear, travel in time, and then Hurley would be there for some reason. <laughs> I don't like living in a universe in which there's a secret code enclosed that I'm unaware of. Is this what... A couple questions. First off, are our kids still doing this? Yes. Well, okay, okay, now I'm... I'm getting some conflicting reports on this. My kids aren't. (laughs) My kids aren't doing it. Okay. God knows. Now, here's a counter-argument. 
Okay. Yesterday, when I saw the Three Stooges, the there was a you part fucking, where you Kurt, fucking there was a part did. where Larry. Let me finish. There's a part where <laughs> you you had to torpedo our comedy by bringing that uh, poison let into me, it. Let me, let me finish. There was a uh, pretty good bit <laughs> where a uh, gentleman <laughs> walked past Larry, and he said, "Oh, your pants are hanging down. Let me help you." And then he pulled them up. So that is at least. I think their kids must still be doing it, because uh, why else would it be in the Three Stooges? Well, as we all know, Three Stooges has their finger on the pulse of the youth nation. <laughs> I it, actually, after watching the film, I can confirm it has the finger on the pulse of youth nasia. I, I <laughs> actually really uh, ready to ready to go afterwards, but um, real pretty good, pretty good, pretty good flick. I feel like I don't see. I live in Austin, so I see kids wearing their pants actually tighter and higher up than than the average the national average mm-hmm. um they like them tight and high here so that high and tight here in Cincinnati, i've seen this thing where kids only wear one leg of their pants at a time explain please <laughs> well you kind of alternate so it hangs have, like, the your other leg in. the other one hangs down off their dong like an elephant trunk <laughs> no it's just off to the side you know when on commercials when people do the i have big pants because they lost a bunch of weight yeah thing? yeah it's like that except the side of the pants extend and the other leg is naked so do they hop around yeah well no they put like they put like the left leg of their pants on their right leg or they put the right leg of their pants on their left leg so like the other side just dangles impotently like a skip it yes yes and then they skip it (laughs) (laughs) the very best thing of all this bit doesn't make sense at all (laughs) oh christ christ um i think i don't know I don't think that this is what this means in prison. I think there's another way of showing off um, that I am committed. But I can't, who can't who can keep track? People are talking about salad <laughs> of all the secret codes in prison. People uh, okay, people talk about salad tossing a lot in prison movies. Yeah, I have I have in my life understood that to mean at least four different things. Mm-hmm. I I do not know what that actually means, and I'm not sure any of the prisoners do do either. Mm-hmm. So what means sagging in one, like what sagging means in one prison may not m- mean the same thing in another one. Does sure. that, does that make sense? Um, I think I'm pretty sure that dong slapping is the only universal language of love. Yeah, that is true. Cause that's, that, that leaves nothing to the imagination. That is, that is as cut and dry as possible, except even it is the, actually very wet. Even the name of it is perfectly descriptive. <laughs> yeah. When I say dong slapping, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It conjures a horrifying mental image that you just can't get out of your head. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. And a sound. Some, it's actually, oh, the sound. It's actually, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually like, quite romantic. Did you see that episode of Planet Earth when mm-hmm. the two cheetahs did it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, there's never been a more beautiful expression of power in this world, I don't think. Hey, guys. Phil from Cincinnati here. Wanted to call and congratulate you on your 100th episode. I've written in twice, and you've helped me both times uh, on how to talk to my coworkers and also how to get my friends to wash their hands after they use the bathroom. So thanks again. Take care. Hey, Mbim Bam. This is known Mbim Bam fan, uh, Uzman Mariko, and I'd like to congratulate you on your 100th episode, and I look forward for 100 more. Lots of laughs, lots of giggles, and lots of wiggles, I suppose. I am planning on asking my lady friend for her hand in marriage. My grandma has made it known to me that she would like my girlfriend to have her, my grandma's, engagement ring. If I give my girl my nunny's ring, 
she will think it is a sweet sentiment? Or will I look like an El Cheapo for not shelling out for a brand new ring? Brothers, help a brother. That's Betwixt and Bethune, South Carolina. Bethune, is that the right pronunciation? Bethune? What? Bethune? Bethune? Bethany. Bethany, okay. Oh, shit. You fucked that up so hard. There's no why. Guys, I don't know what El Cheapo means. <laughs> I don't think that anyone has ever received a, like... Man, I almost said the phrase hand-me-down ring. Not what I meant. It's um, a finger-me-down. Heirloom. Heirloom okay. ring. And been like, oh, too cheap to buy your own, huh? Like, I don't think that that translates. It depends on how shitty your grandma's ring is, straight up. What are you dealing with? How many carrots? <laughs> is it like a ring pop? If it's a ring pop, then... Oh, well, I mean, if it's a ring pop with candy on top, then that's bad. But if it's a ring pop with a ring pop-sized diamond, that would also probably be bad, because you couldn't really do anything with that hand anymore. The, the good thing about this uh, question is that you don't actually have to figure out the answer beforehand. Let me explain. If you go to her, you hand her the ring, you tell her the story behind the ring, tell her it's sort of a family heirloom type thing, you watch her face. If she is touched and thrilled just at the prospect of the two of you getting married and the fact that you gave her such a treasured family heirloom, you gotta keep her. Great. If you see for a second something flick across her face that you did not buy the ring and she's as pleased by that you snatch that ring back you make a run for a plate glass window you smash through it and you never look back okay you took a much more extreme second option than i thought you were no going to way say. no you listen to me you smash through the plate glass window and you never look back because you did it bad you thought you were doing good when you dated her you did a bad job you found a bad partner. Could he no. not just say, like, no. I've got this ring until I, like, can get, you know, no, a different no. one? No, no, no. no. You, you blow go. the proposal, it's all you over. You gotta go, right. plan your escape, check the gauge of the plate glass, because if it's yeah. too thick, you're just going to bounce right off, and that'll be Could you use your grandmother's ring to cut through this the plate glass window? This is it. This is it. This is a good idea. Yes. Use the <laughs> ring. Use the ring, and then you're going to find out if you're giving her some whack cubic zirconia. Yeah. Like, you use the ring to score, basically, a a uh, uh, a section of the glass that you will be able to smash through. Yeah, it. a mark-shaped hole. You just, just make a mark-shaped hole where Mark can take a run at it and just really smash it. Please, please propose to her on the first floor of a building. Yeah, I was about to say, make sure you plan it on a low level. Maybe low second, level. but... Low level. But listen to me, nephew... You give her that ring, and she's disappointed that you didn't buy it yourself. You gotta run. You have to run because you did it bad. Um, and get the ring back because <laughs> you're not. Yeah. Your money is gonna be pretty upset. Um, well, she'll be upset either way. That's her. Yeah. That's her fucking ring. Just let your nunny have her ring. God damn it. <laughs> it's nunny, like the only I... thing she has left. Hey, nunny, do you mind if I grave rob you while you're still alive? I'm, I may be in love with this girl. I can't. I can't figure it out until I try to give her your ring. Yeah. Uh, I gave. I gave Sydney our uh, Nani's ring, and she loved it. I mean, she. It, it was because it. If you have the right, if you're getting involved with the right kind of person, they will understand that things like family and and things that have been passed down this way have more value than some a billion dollar buy. ring. Uh, I don't know. Well, well, okay. if have you a reasonable. Sell, if I pawn, I have a chart. If <laughs> I pawn my nunny's ring, uh huh, I can get maybe a half gram of meth. Right. 
Okay. He, but if I so it's uh-huh. like you're right. You got to figure it out. If X is the value of how much you love your nunny and mm-hmm. how much she means to you versus how old the ring is and the carrot, you can figure out a dollar amount, I mm-hmm. guess, is that if that's what you're saying. That is it. Well, I was just saying that anytime you pawn something, I don't think anybody's ever pawned anything and then not spent the money on on methamphetamines. They actually started doing using that metric in Pawn Stars. Yeah. They say, you know, I have this I have this uh, authentic Roy Rogers shirt that he wore in uh, Shuffle Down to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Can I have three grams of meth for this? And they yeah. say, no, I'll give you two two crystals. Yeah. How is it okay to propose to your girlfriend with your grandmother's meth? Yeah, sure. And I would like to think that you probably know the answer to this. Yeah. yeah like, I, I would hope that you know if that will mean something to her i understand what you're i don't understand what you're saying but the the sentiment in this case will mean more than the than the dollar amount and what's griffin you don't agree i'm just i had a thought what if it's a uh. what if it's a toe ring <laughs> <laughs> he didn't what? he didn't specify or like a belly button ring it could be any number of rings to get engaged in because it doesn't say anywhere that an engagement ring has to be a gold band with a little diamond on top of it i don't think does it it probably does say that somewhere probably yeah probably. where would it say that in the book the book bible. Of, in a book the book of zales the bu- <laughs> try open your bibles to the book of zales if it's a toe ring then <laughs> it's a toe <laughs> ring your grandma is whack your grandma's you have a whack nanny and you need to get a new nunny first and then new wife priorities because your nunny may not be with you forever you're gonna need new two plate glass windows or one very large <laughs> very rigid so, okay so you go to your nunny you say i'm ready to propose to bethany in bethune mm-hmm. uh i need <laughs> i need your rig if you see her reaching for the shoe you run at that plate glass and you yeah. smash it out because you're done with that nunny you need a new one Mm-hmm. New nunny. nunny. You find two. nunny too. Nun- she says, nun- I keep my rings on my finger like an adult. <laughs> then you go to your new, <laughs> you grave you robber. Your, and then you, you go, go your girlfriend. Yeah. And you say, I got this ring from Neo Nunny and I need and I want you to be mine. And then she says, Did you buy that? Was it on a toe? You say, uh, no to both. <laughs> find that other plate glass, smarsh it, run back to Nunny. Realize that you went back to first nunny, say, oh, fuck, <laughs> smash through another one. And by this point, you are probably cut to ribbons. I'm pretty tired. You're probably very tired because this all happened and in then like two minutes. go to Jared's. Then you go to Jared's and you get you it just right. just go to Jared. Do it right. Travis. And then find a new girlfriend. At Jared's. She works the cashier. She knows her stuff. Tra- she's, a good, she's a good lady. Propose to her. Travis. Uh-huh. We hey, any, brothers. We help anybody else? Nope. But, um, hey, brothers. I was the one who wrote a while back asking if the height difference between this girl that I like was a deal breaker. She is several inches taller than me. I'm happy to report that I took your advice and asked her out. We have been happily dating for almost four months. She usually wears flats, so we're about the same height. Anyway, thanks for the help, guys. You're awesome. And that's from Compact in Kentucky. Oh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear, but I feel like pretty much anybody would have told you that thing we told you. Yeah. That was not a tough one. Did you one. talk to anyone else before us? Were we your first step? Oh, Christ, I hope not. That's like the one thing you can't do. 
what kind of horrible brand of dude would you have to talk to that'd be like oh she's taller than you no way no way no get way. out of town let's just sit around and make dude farts <laughs> pass the madden troller did you ask charlie sheen about this before you came to <laughs> he's a very diminutive man right I think Charlie Sheen. He's diminutive and horrible, like some sort of troll, like some sort of some sort of. <laughs> hey guys, swamp check this out. Check this okay. out. Winning. Right? Oh boy! Remember, remember that it was in Three Stooges. There was a. Uh, Is there a scene in Three Stooges where they quote Charlie Sheen? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, but there is a scene where Justin. Uh, I Mo- don't want to hear it. <laughs> No, you do have to hear it. There's a scene for have 20 to mi- have to hear it for 20 minutes, maybe 25. It That's felt a pretty like good length for hours. a scene. Yeah. <laughs> for, well, it's comprised of three uh, shorts, three half-hour-long shorts. In the third the movie short, is? yeah. Are you? Uh, and in the in the movie for about half hour, uh, Mo is part of the cast of Jersey Shore. <gasps> Dynamo, as they refer to him, Dynamo. Dynamo, Dynamo, uh huh, Dynamo. He's a part. If of the you do this, show. I'm gonna start talking about how I watched Joe Dirt yesterday. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I'm just telling you guys I saw it. It's pretty good. Pretty I'm good. just saying that I, we will do mutually assured joke destruction if you keep talking about Three Stooges. I will bring up Joe Dirt. Let's talk about anything else then. Okay. Anything else, guys? We've I watched Hudson things. Hawk yesterday, and let me. No, th- no. Um, how about a yeah? <laughs> you son of a bitch. How about a Yahoo answer, please? This Yahoo answer was sent in by Golly Ayali. Thank you, Golly. It's by Yahoo Answers ah. user Lola, who asks, Will standing up and eating help me get a fatter butt? Not a bigger, rounder, skinnier butt. A fat, juicy butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to exercise her because that made my thighs and my butt skinny. I want a fat, delicious, juicy butt. And also thighs. (laughs) Please stop saying that. I want a fat, delicious, juicy butt. And also Ah. thighs. Will standing up and eating help me do that? (laughs) Can you read, Griffin? Can I make a switch? I want a fat, delicious, juicy butt. That was what I was going to request, actually. So if you want a fat, delicious, juicy butt, (laughs) there there are three things you must do. Okay. First, uh... Avoid those workout tapes by Fonda. That's number. That's super key. Yeah. Uh, They'll give you a light bulb figure, and you do not y- want that. You want an upside down light bulb. Yeah. And you, you don't want that, and neither does my anaconda. Yeah. Oh, okay. Travis's anaconda is very particular about fat. Just <laughs> <laughs> the juiciest butts. For now me, you did not you comment much. on the flavor of the butt, and I feel like that's an important modifier. Like a sweet juicy butt. Oh Christ. <laughs> This is a very hoppy butt. This is a very <laughs> bitter. What year is this butt? What year is this butt? This is a fine oh, butt vintage. She is. Let me tell you, I I just started seeing someone. She is just marbled down there. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, this is a juicy butt with um, some hints of what is that? Uh, grape, tobacco. You can't smell and... it though. <laughs> I didn't mean so. I was sniffling. <laughs> Smell the butt. Um, <laughs> bite the butt, and it tastes juicy. Is there think... you swish it around in your mouth and then you spit it out? It's so important that you don't swallow the butt. I guys, no. <laughs> I'm butt drunk. Help! You don't I... get butt drunk. 
Did my favorite scene in Sideways went thusly. <laughs> um, you guys are just fa- could choose your own adventure on that. One. You, I'll leave that. You can email the way that bit concludes. Can you to us? I'll give you a mailing address here in a second. Can you move food around your body like some sort of food wizard like this? I didn't know. Like the if big, you like you mean by like standing up, gravity takes care of it. If you do a headstand while eating burritos, then you get, you get really hair. really toned calves. If you lie on your back and you drink a milkshake, you get a fat back. <laughs> That's the last thing you want. That's why it's so important not to eat lying down. That's why uh, that's why hospital beds sit you up so it angles mm-hmm. the food to your butt. Exactly. You're fat. You actually have to do that thing that they always do uh, in the comedic hospital scenes where, like, the bed goes haywire and, like, bends them up into a V. Yeah. You got to do that so, so it all settles. In the all butt. the blood in your body is just in your in your fat, delicious, juicy butt. And Well, I, I just worry that if you did it standing up, you're going to end up with fat, juicy, delicious feet. <laughs> that's the worst. Well. You got to, yeah. Unless, unless you're some element on Craigslist. <laughs> Unless you're a member of a certain community, let's call them the feet my brother, guys. My brother made fan group. Ah, oh, feet guys. That's right. <laughs> um, guys, I don't, I don't think much about my own butt. But <laughs> when I think of, when I think about me, like at me, right, and I think about if my butt could be considered by myself or any outside party as being juicy. Uh-huh. That's not a good any sort of dampness. I I I I would like a light airy butt. <laughs> I would like a powdery, a powdery <laughs> butt. That's that's sort of my a delicious cakey butt. Something even cakey, <laughs> even cakey like... has intonations of moistness, which mm-hmm. I can't I cannot get behind. So that. like an a overcooked. Well done, but yeah, charred. Like not like not like a yeah. you know bursting with fruit flavor. Like I want, I, I want it <laughs> with a delicious, juicy center. It, right, smoke to perfection is what you want your butt to be. Exactly, you want a teriyaki jerked butt. Okay, <laughs> Kim, I I feel like this is actually an interesting uh, place where the the sexes divert in many cases, but not all. Tell me, I feel like most women, if asked to describe their butt could could give you a few paragraphs on that yeah like had sort of their feelings on it i most of the time could not be less aware of the fact that i have a butt exactly. <laughs> like you know the only time i'm aware of my butt long car trips yeah where when i'm driving and my butt falls asleep mm-hmm. yeah. yeah if it's humid like, outside things get a little juicy i'm with no <laughs> it's because i have zero fat juiciness on my butt yeah and my butt bones dig directly into the car seats and tear them up yeah so, so that's what Travis's butt is like. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, what, <laughs> what was, was your What was your butts? nickname when you were a tot, Trav? Bony Butt Boy. <laughs> it's not a very good nickname. If you must know, it's legit. Oh man, that's a good. That Travis Macro, he's got a sharp ass. That's <laughs> the sharp, sharp ass. The most acute butt. He sat not a cute butt, mind you. <laughs> nope, nope. It's acute. He sat on Santa's lap at the Huntington Mall exactly <laughs> once. And they would not let him back because that Santa yeah. lost his leg. No, that happened. It happened. Uh, hey, guys, I have a coworker. She leaves her stuff strewn about our offices. 
She only picks up after herself after being asked to do so several times, or she waits for someone else to do it for her. She also takes my supplies and doesn't return or replenish them. I don't want to make enemies in the office, especially since I work on a relatively small staff. How do I nicely ask her to be more considerate? That's from Irritated in Illinois. I think you post a note, a passive-aggressive note. Yeah. Does that work? Can you... Hey, Deborah. Yeah. Um, I noticed things have been getting a little out of hand lately, <laughs> which reminds me I'm missing a stapler. Put it in my hand, please. That's. Please, I'm pretty it. sure that's more active aggressive than you. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, okay. No, my Stop, no. Hey, slut. Um, no. no. No? You can't just say something in that sing-song voice. And then, <laughs> hey, where's my three-hole punch? Hey, board? gonna burn hey. your house down. Hey. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> gonna kill your dad. <laughs> Bring back with a hole punch. Or I'll put centipedes in your vagina. <laughs> Why? How would that? How would that self operation go down without you noticing? Without you noticing, oh, I'm a wizard. Right. Um, did you consider becoming a wizard or a witch? You a can hide in the eaves of her home, flushing her toilet, and watching her internet. Uh, a passive aggressive note would be like, "Boy, it sure would be nice if people would stop stealing office supplies." Oh, I gave myself a chill <laughs> when I said that. You're not good at this. We're we're not good at, at uh, aggressive passive aggressive. Here's the one thing that we McElroys could do: we uh, we stew and we stew and we stew. Then we get aggressive once, regular aggressive, and then we get embarrassed and we quit. <laughs> That's our plan of attack. So I guess start working on your resume. I guess yeah, start reaching out to could some you of your this? LinkedIn like, contacts. Go get a stack of papers together and go to reach for the point where your stapler used to be and like just stop with your hand in the air and lower your hand and just sigh deeply <laughs> and do that like 50 times a day just every once in a while just announce i miss my stapler yeah <laughs> that stapler was given to me by my nunny mm-hmm. maybe you could start stealing things from her <laughs> and then you just have like a her car or her husband her st- <laughs> steal her man <laughs> Her identity. <laughs> no, no, that way, that is one way you can have all your stuff back. If you steal your identity, you'll be both her and you simultaneously. So you will, you could just go and lift stuff off the desk. It'll be like that. Uh, what was that movie with Matt Damon? The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Goodwill Hunting. No, no. It Talented was uh, Mr. Ripley. Being John Malkovich. Yeah. Something something man's name. <laughs> right. I don't know how, how to lose a man it. in 10 days. Yeah. How to lose a man in 10 days. Is that it? How to become a man in 10 days is what it was. <laughs> how to become another man. Uh, is this a... It's a, it's a fucking stapler. To, to me, I have a monetary value of how much I have to be inconvenienced before I'll start worrying about something and like put myself through that mental distress. And it's high, guys. It's like it's like 150 bucks. Can I can I tell you guys something? But you're also we're you're now amongst the super rich, though. You're, I'm you're incredibly incredibly completely. wealthy. But even before the Max Fund Drive filled my coffers to a, a preposterous degree, if someone would like clip my side view mirror and take off i would be like i would get their license plate number and i would promptly throw it away because i can <laughs> i can fix that that's not a big deal they were probably in a hurry anyway and let me tell you guys i i am the other side of this question i'm the person with the messy desk that steals everyone's stapler and tape dispenser and whiteout, and 
I thrive on knowing yeah. that people aren't going to bring it up. Travis can't <laughs> Travis can't finish unless he knows he's suppressing somebody <laughs> over some menial Tra- issue. Travis, you can loan Travis things like video games, and he will insist several weeks later that he purchased that video game. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about like things things become mine. Yeah, a full library of games that I I, I fully accept. I send his way, and I, they will never return. He, he to doesn't. My doorstep. He doesn't borrow things as much as he conscripts them. And the funny thing is, I'm super, super anal about getting stuff back from people. Well, yes, but that's just yeah. because you're terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a word for that. It's a hippie shit. You a know, hypocrite. Sorry. <laughs> neither a borrower nor a lender be. Travis takes that and he kind of makes it his own. He kind of puts right. his own spin on it. <laughs> Like it's okay. It's cool to be a borrower, but fuck lending. I'm out, Travis McElroy. <laughs> Peace. Um, no, Travis is a good dude. We like. We like. Yeah, him Travis is great. Hey, that Travis thank you guys great. so much. He's I'm good. trying to get better at yeah, it. Yeah, I'm trying to get not, better at not returning actively, people's statements. Sure. But it's, you would no, like mentally, I'm trying to become more okay with the fact that I do. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is our advice for everything. Don't. Fix your problems, but do accept them so they're not problems anymore. They're quirks. If if you could just like send me pictures of my seasons one through three of Smallville every once in a while, just so I can like catch up on how they're doing, just like a quick mm-hmm. status update. I, I just want to. I'm, I'm I'm practicing to be like a totalitarian dictator, like just slowly taking over, annexing the areas around me. But I started with DVDs and videos. Sure. I organized my West Wing seasons yesterday, and I, it was an easy job. Because it was one and six. <laughs> so, you see something like that, you think, oops, must be Travis. <laughs> hey, my boom bam, happy 100 years of podcasting. Hello, this is um, Ira Glass from the popular uh, podcast, This American Life. Um, and I'm here with Dan Savage from the popular uh, podcast, Dan Savage. He can't come to the phone. Um, I just wanted to say you kids are doing a bang-up job and to keep up the good work. You know, 100, you know, that's really impressive. And um, I, I think you guys are going are gonna to make it in this business. We got another check-in email, um, and it says, You answered my question on how to get my boyfriend to move from Chicago to Indianapolis. I'm happy to say that after listening to the episode, he mulled it over and he'll be moving here in about a month from now. I really think the part where Griffin threatened to kill him made all the difference. And that's from soon not to be isolated in Indianapolis. I don't remember. I don't remember. I oh, is this the one where we talked about the pies and the cheesecake, and then Griffin said he was going to kill someone? Yes. That this doesn't the, sound like something I do, though. This is the baker. I definitely makes those goods. I definitely, definitely killed someone in Chicago. So, <laughs> hence why you live in Austin under a different name. Mm-hmm. What's your new name, Griffin? I meant to ask you. I've been wanting to send you a a birthday card. It's Tyson with two S's. (laughs) And but no last name. (laughs) Okay. I did some research. It's the most off the grid name that I could possibly generate. (laughs) I miss Griffin. I miss him. Fuck Griffin. Tyson's here to play. (laughs) Where's where's the women? Bring them out, please, for Tyson. Tyson, just so I have this clear, is it T-Y-S-S-T-I-E? Oh. <laughs> it's spelled like if you're like, if it's spelled like ties, son. Like you're telling your son about. Is it hyphen? It sounds hyphenated. Nope. It's just you put a little emphasis. There's like an umlaut on the second S. Tyson. Okay, got it. 
Tyson loves to party. He loves the women. That's all there is to it. <laughs> That's him in a nutshell. You can't you can't change the direction of the wind, and you can't stop Tyson from partying. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing about him mm-hmm. that, I, that I do like. I don't like not. I don't. I don't like nothing about Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Tyson though is that his tastes run a little expensive, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> as a result. We have to, uh, every once in a while, take him to the money zone. You said that like we're taking him to showbiz pizza. (laughs) We are. (laughs) The one place you can't take Tyson. Tyson, get in the car. Tyson. Get in the car. Put on this paper crown, Tyson. We're taking you to showbiz pizza. Hey, I'm really excited about this week because we are talking about Cast of Thrones. It's uh, it's on iTunes. Search it right now. Cast of Thrones. It is the uh, top ranked unofficial Game of Thrones podcast on iTunes. It is spoiler free. It is very very funny, and it will help you make sense of Game of Thrones, which can get uh, kind of confusing. They um they talk to cast members, uh, which is which is very cool. They've had some uh, some high high profile guests on there from the program, which I think is awesome. Um, and as somebody who recently kind of got back into Game of Thrones after stopping watching the series for a while and trying to hop back on, uh, I found Cast of Thrones pretty invaluable. Mm. Uh, now, so- what if I've never read or seen Game of Thrones, and this might be the first time I've ever sure. heard of it? Travis, Is this a podcast for Travis me? doesn't know a Lannister from a Stark from a Harry Potter. Right. That's true. From- uh, I would suggest that you download it right now. Uh-huh. Because it makes our marketing look more effective, mm-hmm. Got and it. then and then you listen to it later when you watch the show. Also, why are you not watching the show or reading these books? It's made for you, Travis. It's made for you. What do you love, Travis? Do you love it? I, do you love incest? Do you love dragons? I I, I should not incest. have started with incest. <laughs> do you like swordsmanship? Do you like it when brothers yeah. and sisters bang down? <laughs> don't why is that don't what about when don't secret, ask about that on the about, air we can talk about what that about after when the show. secret kings play dong slaps with each other <laughs> this is fucking classic tyson it has to make everybody so uncomfortable there are also things that are in the show so if you're not ready for the reality of secret kings, Do they talk about incest on cast of thrones uh, they have uh, what else would they talk they about have to. they can't yeah. talk around the incest it's either that or they talk about the lighting on the show. Those yeah. are the two things. <laughs> Sean Bean turned uh, in a particularly uh, thrilling performance, and also Two Kings just totally went to town on each other. <laughs> Cast of Thrones is on iTunes. You can search for it. You can go get it. Uh, and uh, Griffin wrote this song about it. I'm going to try and do the actual theme song to the show. Really? Thrones cast, Game of Thrones cast, it's got incest. King sex, secret king sex, Dinklage Town. Prostitutes, it's got prostitutes, 40 prostitutes or so. There's fisting, there's sometimes fisting, cast of thrones. That was mostly just things that are on the show Game of Thrones. <laughs> Peter Dinklage did lives in Dinklage. Were... Peter Dinklage sorry. lives in Dinklage Town in the show. You, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say fisting? Did you say fisting? There's a very long and uncomfortable fisting scene. <laughs> I don't want to with Peter it. Dinklage. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. Turns, it looks like so, 
Looks like a deleted scene from the Muppets movie. It's a nightmare. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Cast of Thrones on iTunes. I just... <laughs> I just graduated. I just graduated from college in the middle of the school year. I have a job lined up, but it does not start until July. Any tips on how I can spend this incredible amount of free time? I already read, write, and play video games, but I'm looking for some new jams. Justin's been talking about geocaching. What's the good word on that? Anyway, thanks for the help. That's from Board Nightly in NYC. I feel like I can't stop talking about geocaching, but geocaching is the shit. Tell me, please. I got you guys on. Well, Griffin's you not on didn't. the tip yet. I'm sure there's lots of people doing it in Austin. Like, if it's a weird thing that you can spend time on and not get paid for, like Austin's got it. <laughs> um, there, within like 20 miles of me in Cincinnati, there's like 300 geocaches. So I bet. Did, did you that find some like just millions in Austin? Did you find some choice caches by the way, Trav? Did you find some good stuff? I found so many choice caches. I've explored so many parks and had more outdoor time in the last week than I've had in the last 3 years. I know cuz you you go to all these places that you would never expect to go to or things that are in your neck of the woods, but you would have no reason to to climb or explore. You know, the best great. Thing, I would expect there's, there's two different things. There's one where it's like, I'm going to go explore this park and then go for a hike. And there's two where it's like, oh, this is a parking lot I've parked in a thousand times and there was something hidden under my nose that I didn't know about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, those are super cool. I love those. There was something in a guard, hidden in a guardrail and, you know, you've driven past it 10 times and there's been something there for mm -hmm. 10 years. And it's like, um, but you can, you can totally do that in, in New York. I'm sure there's, there's, oh, some, yeah. Some nice Guys, geocaching there. I made a hiding stuff. I made a, a poop the other day, and a geocache fell out. <laughs> I was wondering. <laughs> They're everywhere. I was wondering when you're where you would be when you would discover that one that I hid. But uh, I'm, I'm Did you glad sign the log and put it back? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the geocaching is something you can do to to sort of uh, do do some free time. You you read, write, and play video games. Like that's pretty. That's pretty much my whole day, so I I can't take you too much deeper than that. Um, uh, like maybe try to watch all the movies on AFI. Anything else? Best films list. You could do yeah. that. Yeah, um, I uh, suggest going to your favorite grocery store and buying some sort of food item, and go home, get on allrecipes.com, search that food item, look up a recipe. I guess go back to the store and buy the other things <laughs> that you need to make the recipe, and then before you know it, you're learning how to cook. That's how I did it. And then blog all about blog that. Blog about it, because, God, I want to hear about it. Oh, you made crepes. Great. Great. Great crepes. That's your website's <laughs> name, greatcrepes.org. Greatcrepes.tumblr.com. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Typically, Tum yeah, in our culture, you usually, I think when you have a lot of free time, you're supposed to spend a year doing something that you wouldn't normally do and then write a book about it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That seems to be eat, the... Eat, pray, crepes. Eat, pray, eat. crepes. <laughs> Buy a sushi kit and start making your own sushi. You're wasting everyone's time not doing that. Yeah, learn to cook something you don't know. Uh, yesterday I made I made steak up for the first time. It's delicious. Oh. It's steak in a brandy cream sauce. Yeah, sure. Mm. That sounds delicious. It's really good and easy, but like I wouldn't have known how to do it if I hadn't just gone out there and just And you can also like set a goal like uh, over the next five months, I'm just going to master breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> over the next like, five or... months, I'm just going to masturbate. Every day, all day. <laughs> you can also get obnoxiously into politics. Oh, don't do that. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Just like super, just like get it over your head. And what do we always tell people who listen to this show? Don't bother getting involved in politics. It's not going to change anything. Yeah, 
That's the number one There's thing. There's no benefit from being political. Mm-hmm. No one um, person has ever changed anything. Only like 100,000 people working in unison, and nobody can do that anymore, so don't even bother. The only mm-hmm. time the only time it's happened in the past decade is Coney 2012, mm-hmm. and the stress of it was so much that it made all the guys' clothes disappear and made them run around <laughs> checking golf. Like, that's how powerful that is. You don't want that heat. Just live your life. Try to stay under the radar. That's That's my whole thing now. I'm 31 years old. Let's just get through this one, and by this one, I mean your entire life. That's the best advice that we can give. Just try not to leave a paper trail. Yeah, just keep it discreet. Um, just make it to the, the end grid. of your life without dying, and you'll have succeeded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, get to the end of your life and just let it be like a puff of air that no one notices exactly. when you die. Just like, what'd that guy do? Oh, nothing. You gotta... At least you won't annoy everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get in anybody's way. You gotta... You gotta... You gotta take up a craft. I think that's the best thing that you can do with your time when you're free time. If you don't want to feel like you've wasted your time, the only thing you can do is improve something. It's like The Sims. You play a guitar long enough, and then you can paint a beautiful painting because it's both creativity. <laughs> right. That's uh, video game logic for you. You know, my I, our personal friend Brian Barth, uh, when he found he had some free time on his hands, you know what he took up? Metallurgy. Learn how to forge shit. That, now, they you laugh the first time because you know. <laughs> Who knows what they're doing with that? But now that he can do it full time, he can like forge his own weapons. Like that's amazing. That's a great. That's a great way to spend your free time. It's a, yeah, it's super uh, practical. On a super different practical. Note, well, not cross now. Cross stitching. You could cross stitch. It's kind of like metallurgy. Did you say cross yeah. allergy? Cross allergy. Make metal crosses. Yeah. Throw them at vampires. Um, don't cross stitch. You could become a vampire, honey. <laughs> Wait, Wait, hold on. Vampire, honey. Did you? <laughs> Oh, uh, girl. Oh, Damn, shit, those girl. fangs are Come looking here. nice, girl. Mm, let me see Come that. You got some juicy let fangs. Let me see that juicy, God, those delicious fangs are juicy. Um, uh, no, you got to take up a trade What's that's going to... neck? You got to take up a trade that's going to be impressive to people. Like like magic. Like card tricks. <laughs> Not the gathering. Like magic cards? Like magic cards, the gathering. <laughs> Fucking do I that, man. I had a bunch man. of free time, so I got like good at magic. We got back from PAX last weekend. Those guys playing magic cards were getting more trim then matthew Tyson. mcconaughey in 1996 1996 <laughs> mcconaughey like his the peak of his parabola exactly hi guys it's just me your dad and well i just wanted to share this special memory on this special podcast i remember bouncing you kids on my knee and now my knees are shot so thanks a whole hell of a lot Hello, brothers. This is Kathy from St. Louis, Missouri, calling to congratulate you on your 100th episode. Because of your weaving questions into wisdom, I now know how I feel about man-sized jars, how to place an order for steak and tubes, how to take a big bite of the recovery sandwich, when to pack up and move away, and just how gross tropical chillers are. I can't wait to hear the new and delightful nuggets of wisdom that you will provide in your next 100 episodes. Congrats. Uh... Trav, any other check-ins? Did we help anyone uh, else? We got one. It made me super happy. Um, hey, guys. Back on episode 67, I asked if there was any way to keep my mustache without people thinking I'm a creepster. I took your advice and went full Sam Elliott. Within a few weeks, I was elected to my college's homecoming court. Thanks, brothers. Fuck yeah. Don't thank us. Thank Irony. <laughs> Thanks, Irony. <laughs> You're the best. And he attached a picture, too. It's, it is a lovely mustache. How thick? Great. What's the bushiness I- rating from... I would say the, impenetrable. Okay. Trav, can you remember to put it in the forums so people can enjoy that? 
Enjoy I will. Pic. I will attach that picture. I will make this guy famous. Okay. Good. Did he, he have any? With that did mustache. he have any crumbs in there? Did he have like a? No, it was well. Did he have like a so full cheese it? He actually had a, a bird that traveled with him that helped keep his mustache That's clean. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I want that. Like one of those rhino birds. Sure. Sure. Guys, well, we knew what you were saying. This Yahoo answer was sent in by Lisa Holofield. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user China Doll who asks, no. "I need a hip hop group name. Help me out. I need a group name, but it needs to end with girls with a Z." Okay. It's the three of us. We need something cute that the teens and young girls can catch on to. Nothing stupid, please. Oh, my God. Fat, this, juicy butt girls. Oh, that's, the, the phrasing of the the part where she says, we need something the girls and can catch on to makes me feel like this is a, a, a few teachers that are going to lip sync a terrible song at the school talent show. Like, or they're going to do a terrible song, but like change the words to help promote teen abstinence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what this feels like. They're going to wear those uh, the sunglasses with the neon sides. Uh, you know those that classic style. Maybe some jams. I guys, I've been sitting here trying to think of a parody of a a, a modern song to which in which to work the abstinence themes into. And I, the problem I'm having is that I can't think of a modern song. Oops. I think the only song that popped in my head is Marry the Night. And I think they're something about like waiting till marriage. And uh-huh. I don't know what it is. I came up with Super Bass. I think that's the only song that's been released in the past five years that I've heard. It's a good one, too. Uh... That boom, 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 don't have sex. <laughs> I don't have sex and I know it. That's one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have sex. But uh, maybe sort of. Look at the stars. I am not having sex. Sure. If you're listening to Coldplay, it's assumed that you're not having sex. Yellow. (laughs) (laughs) The Coldplay girls would be a good name. Sure. That would be a good name. Because you've already got, like, the name recognition. Sure. That's... And copyright. No, no, no. That's how... No, that's how naming the fans works. (laughs) Foo Fighters were originally called Beatles (laughs) 2. They're called Beatles Foo. And they're like, this is too long. This sucks. Everything about this is bad. <laughs> this sucks. This bit sucks. Uh, what? Okay. What about Chunky Girls? Now hear me out. Because they, they know how to move. Uh, here's what I'm going to do for the rest of this bit as we come up with names. Okay. I'm going to double check and see if they're actual names. Yeah, First get on MySpace. Chunky Girls. With a Z. Oh, with a Z. It has to do with a Z. Yeah, okay. it's imperative. First up, Chunky Girls with a Z. Okay, there is a chunkygirls.com. Oh, don't click uh, that. For do girls not who are click that hyperlink. Don't don't click it. Too late. <laughs> uh, and chunkygirls.com is also on MySpace, but it does not appear to be a band. So mm. Chunky Girls available. So you could be Chunky Girls the band. Yes, um, they could be Chunky Girls the band. Can I read off uh, the best answer as chosen by Asker? It's by, yes. Yahoo, it's by Yahoo Answers user Gouda, who says, <clears throat> it's kind of long. I've played in bands, sang in bands, and written music for years. Currently, I manage a group of local bands and singers, including Chainsaw Heart, all-girl metal, Silver Age Heroes, alt-rock, Georgia Boy, with an I, Rapper, Terrified, all-girl alternative, Red Sun alternative, Denied Metal, and My Pride of Joy, a band of three young men by the name of Stolen Ink. Check them on Facebook. You won't be disappointed. 
All these bands I named. All these bands I named, and they have good, solid names that are fun to say and easy to remember. So please take to heart what I say next. Misspelling a word and a group name never seems to work out well. Uh, But if your heart is set on it, here's a few names tossed your way. Girls, girls. Sorry. Girls spelled normally. Girls spelled with a U. Girls spelled with a Z. So girls, girls, girls. Name of your hometown, girls. Monster beat girls. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Beat girls. No combination of beat girls yeah. should ever be in anything. TXT ever. girls. Po- Text girls. Power okay. supply girls. And rolling rhythm girls. <laughs> I think power supply girls is my favorite. <laughs> Renewable energy girls. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Green girls. Wind farm girls. Corn based ethanol girls. <laughs> So, uh, guys, it's time for our check-in of the Stolen Ink MySpace page. They're, of course, the trio of musicians from Bellevue, Illinois. Uh, here are the literal names of the members of this band. We got Lucas Holland on bass. Okay. okay. St- Stone Searlock on guitar and vocals. <laughs> and then my favorite, Kale Hug on drums. Uh, top comment on the MySpace page comes in from Adam. He says, OMG, you guys rock. If I were a chick, I'd do all of you. JK, no, but really I would. And that was posted <laughs> and that was posted when? That came to us one year ago today. Uh, I don't know if uh, yes, consummated. It was a day just like today. I believe that means they have gone viral. <laughs> Then they changed their name to One Direction, and now they're now huge. Now we know them. I have clicked a button to bring Stolen Ink to Huntington, West Virginia on the MySpace page. I don't know if that will work, but I have a tendency. Give me that ink! I'm a fan. Send it my way. Um, you know that you've you know you know you've got the Google heat when the third result for searching for your brand brings up the headline: Office Depot manager got rich selling stolen ink cartridges. <gasps> You know, you know you're making a dent in the scene. Um, there is no band that you can put girls in that won't be miserable. Miserable girls. Still pretty. <laughs> that's probably the most accurate you're going to get, but I don't think it has the penetration required to go viral. Penetration you girls. you got to stop saying the things I say and then girls after it. <laughs> Girls after it, girls. Stop it. Stop I'll it, hang girls. you. I'll hang you. I will hang the life out of you. Don't fucking, news, don't you fucking. News girls. <laughs> here's, some, uh, here's some bands that have girls in the name. Okay. Uh, brought to you by our friends at allmusic.com. They're Spice Girls. Sure. Okay. Uh, new Girls in You. So that's taken. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Uh, 69 Girls. Nope. That is that is a large band. It's like the polyphonic spree, but it's all it's all ladies. Yeah, yeah. Girlsmen. No, nope. I don't. Did bad. Is this going? Is there like fifty names on the list? There's something hilarious. <laughs> You're hoping for a joke, right? I, where's the pay? Oh, I'm just waiting for the payoff. It's cool. We've done this a hundred times. I, I know you know what you're doing. Um, can you just edit it? <laughs> <laughs> can you put in a payoff in post? <laughs> can you? How about? Can I come up with a gag later and I'll just fax it to you? Or you I can just, put it I'll, in? I'll just type it into Microsoft Sam. I'll just put that in <laughs> later. Uh, thanks. So here's another check-in email. 
Um, I am potential runaway bride from episode 31, who you gave some very serious relationship advice to regarding a boyfriend who wanted to repose when I was terrified of the idea. In short, you told me to consider why I was so scared and leave him if it wasn't working. I did, and then I left, and I can honestly say it was one of the best things I've ever done. With him out of my life, I graduated college early, moved to a new city, and am in a wonderful relationship with a new guy. Thank you for giving me a dose of reality, brothers. Packed my bags and moved away from Charlotte, North oh, Carolina. Oh, man. This is... Uh, listen, I, this is fantastic. This, this really does... It warms my heart, and I feel so happy for you, but I genuinely hope that the guy that you were dating originally wasn't like general zaroff who's going to very slowly hunt me justin and travis all down for making you break up with him also i just let you to know like what a huge risk you took yeah like, yeah oh man a- acting on our advice i'm just so glad it worked s- out well we sound serious when we're saying these things it still doesn't mean we mean them our you can't you can't actually do the stuff i can't have I'm, that hanging over my head I'm I'm just terrified of like it's great that this worked out for you, but I'm terrified of like the six people that weren't able to write in because they're homeless now and can't afford the computer to tell us the terrible right. thing that we did to their life. You have to remember we we've answered an average of six questions over a hundred episodes. That's six hundred. Forty people or so wrote in. So to me that means five hundred and sixty <laughs> people are just dead. <laughs> just dead as fuck. <laughs> Followed our dead advice. because of our words. Yeah. They we killed them. With our show. Oh, man. So for that, we are sorry. What if we get a question in next week that's like, hey, brothers, I was going to propose to this girl, but she done, she done dipped on me, so now I'm pretty much sad all the time. What do I do to... St- now I just sit around listening to miserable What girls. do I do to stave off the loneliness? <laughs> Love, David. Love, I'm right behind you with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm moving to Cincinnati this weekend for my first grown-up job and my first time living alone. I am in desperate need of tips for making the move go slowly. I've got plenty of family smoothly. helping. Smoothly. <laughs> I want the what move I to say? be as slow as possible. <laughs> Can I ride on a giant tortoise? Uh, want the move What's to the slowest smoothly? car that there is to buy? <laughs> I've got plenty of family helping, but I'd like the experience to suck as little as possible. I'm appalled at the number of books and video games I've, accumu- I've accumulated over the years. Thanks, brothers, Gmail. All right, I'm going to tell you something straight up, and it may be too late for this. I've never, ever gotten rid of a physical possession and then regretted it. Ever. In my entire I life. I completely agree. I have never gotten rid of a DVD or a game or whatever and wished later that I had that thing again. You know what? I'll take that one step further because I'm a huge pack rat, or I was a huge pack rat. And over the course of like four years, from like age 24 to like now, I've moved like eight times. And in moving into this apartment that I'm currently in, I finally went through and unpacked all the boxes that I hadn't touched in like five moves. And they were full of just literal garbage, like pieces of paper, scraps of things that I'd just thrown into a box rather than like sorting through my shit. Yeah. And I probably would have moved eight less boxes a move if I had just actually gone through and sorted through my stuff. In your defense, you are half borrower, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. That's disgusting. And half magpie. Disgusting. Um, I, it, here's what you do. You throw away probably – well, don't throw it away. Go to Goodwill. Drop off like half your clothes because I guarantee you don't wear half of your clothes. Just get rid of them. They take up mm-hmm. space. They're heavy. They're gross. They're moldy. 
Get rid of those. Get rid of old shitty furniture. It's time for you to upgrade, get some nicer stuff. I wouldn't get rid of any video games because I can't. I got rid of all of my Super Nintendo and PlayStation games once so I could buy a computer, and I regret it every day of my life that I don't have my original copy of Chrono Trigger on the Super Nintendo. That's got sentimental value. I'd hold on to those because you're going to want to come back mm-hmm. to your. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like a box to put your video game. That's not like yeah. a big, yeah. big oh, deal. And but... here's another thing if you're really willing to invest a little bit of money, go and buy uniform boxes, yeah. especially if you're like packing a truck. Having uniform boxes make it so much faster. Especially if you have a lot of uniforms. Those are going to come in super handy. (laughs) I mean, like, same size, same shape, same construction. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, And seal the bottom. Tape up the bottom of the boxes. Tape up the bottom. Don't do that thing where you fold over the four corners. It always You're going to drop your books on your foot, and you're going to be mad. Also, if if you got a bunch of family and friends helping you, you have to... Remember that, like your efforts in the move are important, but you got to keep an eye on people yeah. that they don't start trying to do stuff. Like you know, all you want them for is manual labor. If you mm-hmm. see people trying to get shifty and start unpacking things, yeah, ha, I, I, I no, just put your pots and pans you. under the sink. Oh, great, where it's super dirty. That's great. That's that, where I wanted those. That's where I hate. Them. I hate them there. Thank you. Great job. Th- keep it up. Thanks. Also, I I highly recommend doing furniture first. Yeah. Like move when you move it into your new apartment, furniture first, then carry all the boxes and everything because the furniture is the big, heavy upfront, you know, push, and then you can take one box at a time and it's less of a stress. But if you wear yourself up on, on boxes and then you get to the furniture, you're gonna be so sad. That you and Alyssa, don't let people leave. They're gonna try to sneak out. You can't let mm-hmm, that happen. Mm-hmm. You you've got to keep an eye on people. They're gonna run. They're gonna yeah. try to bolt because everybody hates moving and they hate mm-hmm. helping you. Um. Oh guys, I'm moving. I'm moving in like a month or two, and I'm just reading this question. I'm and us talking about it. I'm having a like a panic a panic attack. The thing is, is moving is once you're all moved in and you've set up your new apartment, it's like the greatest yeah. thing. But the lead up to it, like cleaning out your three years Ugh. of terribleness in your apartment, it's like the uh, worst. I have an idea. and you can try to clean your stuff. Like you can try to remove the signs of your life. It, yeah. it tastes like – why does it take so many time passes to, like, remove yeah. the evidence of your existence? It takes well, I mean, forever. Even, and the worst part is, like, it, you, you look around at your stuff, right? Right now, everybody stop, take a look around where they are. You think, I don't have that much stuff. A couple, couple books on the bookshelf, you know, some stuff. You have so much shit. Yeah. Like, you don't even know it. It's under bookcases and inside drawers. You have so much stuff. The uh, Terrible. The, Comedian, uh, comedian, and uh, hospitality expert Amy Sedaris, uh, she had a pretty good way of, of doing this. She would invite people over for garage sales, and basically she would just lay out a bunch of stuff that she owned on tables in her house, and you would give her a quarter for anything, <laughs> and you would just go through her house buying her stuff. She would just sell it to you because you would came over for a garage sale party. Can I? Uh, can I just use this podcast? As like my own personal Austin Craigslist, like guys, I've got, I've got like two laptops. I just don't use. I need to hawk them. I've got a bed that I'm probably gonna need to get rid of. Just like hit me up. I'll give you very reasonable prices, and you can sleep in a the bed of a star. <laughs> a say, rich man. This is a celebrity. You can bed. roll around you in know- my skin flakes, and you'll love it. You'll love every second of it. Dirty boy. Now you're never gonna sell the bed. So dirty. <laughs> Such a dirty bad bed. It's got my. Che- it's got. Oh God. Go on. Ugh. <laughs> Get your-
job on talking, guys. Woo! 100! Holy shit, guys. I have been listening since episode one, and you're about to hit your 100th episode, and that's fucking awesome, and I've listened to every single one. You've answered one of my questions. You've given me shout-outs on the show. I drank fucking tr- a strawberry tropic chillers because of you guys, and it was the worst thing that I've ever done, but I'm I'm glad that I did it. I've grown as a person, and I couldn't have done that without my brother, my brother, and me. Uh, congratulations on your 100th episode from uh, Ian Johnson in Kansas City, Missouri. Guys, I got a Yahoo answer from Steve Lewis. Thank you, Steve. I should be clear. Steve didn't ask it because that... I don't think this is Steve's style, but he sent it in. Thank you, Steve Lewis. It's by Yahoo Answers user question mark who asks, My boyfriend has a teeth fetish? My boyfriend has a teeth uh-huh. fetish. Maybe it's a cavity fetish. He always wants oh, no. He always wants to look inside my mouth at fillings I've had done or any dental work. He likes to feel my teeth with his tongue while we're kissing. And he's even he's even asked if he could see copies of my dental x-rays. I care about him, and this is the only persistent problem between us. So I'd really like to find a way to work around this, but it makes me uncomfortable. He is constantly asking me questions about my dental history and wanting to look inside my mouth, and he has made it clear that it's a sexual thing, and he's turned on by it. I'm not really sure how to handle this because I've never really dealt with anything like this before. Any help? I'd like educated responses only, please. I understand this is a strange question. I'm aware it's highly ordinary. No need for anyone to use the response system to blast their personal feelings, preferences on this topic. It's weird. Well, I get it. Dear it, Yahoo, I have, like, the greatest boyfriend. There's this one, one little ish. thing. One I've got ish. one ish with him. Uh, I now know that time travel will not be invented in my lifetime because there's no way future Justin would not have come and snatched the headphones from me just then and said, no. Don't do this. Don't do this. You can't live with... Don't go down this rabbit hole. You can't carry this burden with you of knowing this is a thing. Can we... The the one thing that is bad about the internet, except for all the other things, is the one major thing is I don't need to... Just do this in your own home. I don't need to know about it. Why why would you foist this onto the public consciousness? Listen. Did you not assume any, any hole... That is on or can be made with the human body is right. people have a fetish over that, right? I just didn't sure. assume that it would get so tiny as cavities. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm I'm just glad that this because I was I was sure there was going to be some ambigu- ambiguity to this, but thank God that the boyfriend cleared up that it is. A hey, sexual just real thing. quick, just so there's no confusion. Don't let me be misunderstood. Got to see those cavities. This is not at all. I don't care about your dental hygiene. Mm-hmm. I'm not like studying to be a dentist or anything. I am, I am boned out right for now. your canines. Please get them this out. This is really hot to me. So here's my question to you guys: When uh, in this guy's younger years, did he have the best dentist ever or the worst dentist ever? <laughs> so he had one of those that has turned him into this. Sure. So I I just need to clear up. Which one Do you mean he like had? he gave him the gas and was like very comforting to him and like gave him a free toothbrush with every visit or Yeah. Or he was just blasting Slayer just, from all the speakers yeah. and ripping his teeth out without Novocaine. Mm-hmm. One of oh them is God. triggering this. I I'm just I'm trying to decide what the question asker wants to accomplish. Like is is this person asking how do I become okay with the fact that my boyfriend is a teeth guy? There's no 
there's she's trying to do a pro and con scale, right? And she knows all of the pros, and she's she's figured out the the value of them. She needs to know the metric weight of how terrible it is that he wants to fuck her teeth out. Oh, very, very high. I would say <laughs> two thousand pounds is how heavy this is. A metric. It's a a solid ton of bad. Yeah. Yeah, guys, all she's doing is she wants she wants to share her burden. That's it. That's all this is about. Hey. Take a load off, question mark. Take a load off, Yahoo. <laughs> Take a load free. And put the load. Tell me about your boyfriend's thing with teeth. <laughs> Pulled into internet. Gotta tell people about my freaky boyfriend. He likes to jerk off to people's smiles. <laughs> His favorite member of the Muppets was Dr. Teeth. <laughs> He's got 20 pairs of dentures in the closet. He calls it his secret shrine. <laughs> You're turning into Randy Newman again. And everybody knows. Gives me a cavity search, and it means exactly what it sounds like. Take a load off, Yahoo. Tell me about the thing with teeth. Oh, fuck. Can we not? Can we please Can we not? not? What's next? Can we just is this, this is the end game, right? What small, I guess, pores... My, I, every time I re- hear one of these things, I expect there to be like curtains on the computer that close. It's like <laughs> the it, the end, the, inter- the internet <laughs> fiend. Hey, thanks for sticking with us this far, Justin. You've you've reached the end we of the. We've had internet. a good run. Here's a printout certificate. <laughs> Turns out we were all ghosts the whole time. Thanks for cu- hanging in there for a decade. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through the prodigy years. We know things were a little rough at <laughs> the beginning. This whole thing has been a Truman Show-esque television <laughs> extravaganza. People watching you explore the horrifying depths of the internet. Most of it was user-generated content by people who were delighting in your torment. <laughs> You've won eight Emmys. <laughs> You're the most famous person in the world. Uh, it's all for you, yeah, Justin. Because that's what people—that's what people on the internet need to think that they are, in fact, even more important than they already <laughs> assume that they are. Oh, man, teeth, guys. You know the horrifying thing is that this girl... Yeah, I know the horrifying thing, Travis. No, but there's like like a a whole group of people that are like, yeah, that's that's completely normal. Teeth. That's actually the first answer. So it's weird. So what? We all have our own little ways of getting turned on. Yes, perhaps your boyfriend's is a little further out from the mainstream than most, but if you love him, should not matter. I don't... And this is where... This is where I I agree. Doesn't matter. I'm... we are all three of us super in – I think we proved last week. We are both into and knowledgeable about the kink scene. Mm-hmm. We're down mm-hmm. We're down with all that, whatever you want to do. Just don't t- tell anybody about it. Right, like I'm yeah. in the, a secret. I'm into sexual waffle irons. But, like, mm-hmm. I would never, ever say that out loud in front of another person, let alone an enraptured yeah, like, radio audience. I can't audience. stop walrusing. Yeah, Travis is, like, <laughs> stuck on walrusing. And I like – But, you sex. know, I keep that to myself. I like – I like, um, I like sex. All, sex, weird sex. That's gross, Jeff. Wow. That's horrible. You perfect. I was just talking about putting like- your penis in a waffle iron or some baby sandwich <laughs> yeah. maker and make a paninas. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say paninas? And the Oscar for podcasting <laughs> goes to Griffin McElroy for paninas. <laughs> 
The worst word that now exists. <laughs> and the worst image. In case the worst thing. The 100% worst thing that is. And you're crushed, made it. toasted. Dick. I actually went. I went to the. Uh, I went to Panera Bread the other day, and they had it a penis on special. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Okay. Well, between your paninas and uh, your delicious juicy butt, um, I have a lot to offer. This is the worst day yeah. ever. <laughs> Got a lot going for Everything's you. And this I is what die. happens when we record a two-hour podcast. Usually, when we record a one-hour podcast, we get to like minute fifty-three, and we have to pull the ripcord because something awful has happened. We've learned something right. awful about ourselves in the internet. This time, we have we have no such luxury. <laughs> yeah, we're just getting as deep as it. We're just figuring this out. How deep this goes. Uh, we're we're making callbacks in this episode. Of things that happened so long ago, you, we don't we no longer remember them. You know, I, I it's a little off topic uh, of the podcast, but I find that th- I think that this might be a time to answer some behind the scenes questions that we've been asked over the years of just stuff like uh, how much editing, so much the show, none. You guys would not believe. Well, Justin and I don't do it. Yeah. They, a, approximately zero minutes from both of them. Well, Justin does it every once in a while. Griffin, what kind of editing do you do in the show? The kind where when we say things that aren't funny, I just, I can delete that. And how much, how many deleted scenes half, did you say that is? Half of it. Half of them. Half of them. <laughs> 50%. One out of every two. I how many, how many, what percentage of that is funny, but you would never want anyone to know that we said the things. So you mm-hmm. have to delete them. What percentage um, is that? So the, so the, the. The bigoted material. Yes. The more, uh, let's say the more bigoted material. Yes. Um, all, all, 100%. Pretty much that. all. It's all funny. It's just some of it is like the kind of funny that Don Rickles can get away with because he'll be dead soon. Mm-hmm. That exactly. kind of funny. Once we're 70, we'll release the the master tapes and people. <laughs> By which we not. do mean, in fact, the master tapes. They are, they are. Master Tapes for the Master Race is the name of that uh, oh, God. Uh, collection. No, it's not called that. And we, it is. Will it will be called that? And Travis uh, but there will be quotes around it. <laughs> and then we'll be at the bottom, like, get it? We're old now. We're old. This is cool. Travis, well, do we have any more? Do we have any more behind the scenes questions? Was that was that literally the was only that thing that people segment? don't understand about? Um, we also get asked uh, stuff like how we pick where we do the live shows. Fucking, where does where one Griffin of us live? live? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> the most convenient place. Yeah. If we could do one in our living room, that's what we would do. We the have places, plans to do other ones. Now, yeah, the places now we'd that like, we're super rich. Now that we're super rich, the places we'd like to do live shows. Well, I think New York is an obvious one. Yeah, um, yeah. We we would love to do one there. We would. We're doing one in L.A. for, but that'll be like part of the Max Fun Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'd love to do one in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, that'll be, be a great. lot of fun. And Boston. Boston. We, I'd, we I'd love to do one in Philadelphia in conjunction with PAX East uh, sometime. Um, and you know, I've been thinking about it. If you if you work for a venue or if you are part of an organization that brings people in, and you would like for us to come and do a show, let us know. You know, yeah, uh, we can work we, it out. Invite us. We'll see what we can do. DC. We'd like to do one there. Um, but anyway, those are, that I mean, those are the places that we'd like to do them. It's just uh, logistics can be a challenge. Uh, Maybe so, a European tour. I think I think the the, the Europeans been waiting long enough. The mm-hmm. we would love to do that. If you guys can figure out how we sh- we can make that, like we can pay for it. If you if our European friends would be willing to do a Kickstarter with don't us, don't say don't, but don't just start one. Don't just yeah. start one because we Please. need the money, not you. Yeah. 
But if you guys want us to do a Kickstarter where the end game is that we go to Europe uh, and, and I don't know, maybe you donate enough money, you can like, well, I'll have like a VIP champagne room or something. Oh, I, I, a champ where we buy. jerk them off? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. With, what? No, jerk them off with with, with comedy. With the comedy, comedy with off. our mouths. Ah. We jerk them off ah. with our mouths. Well, giggle baby. Oh, Justin, no. <laughs> what That's called saying. another thing. No, I... I mean... That's what it's called when you mouth off to somebody. That's actually just, what it is. I just, I just really want to go. To, I just really want to go to Europe. If yeah, I gotta blow too. a guy, <laughs> whatever. We're, it worked for it worked for uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and Cherry Baby. She got through like most of her life that way. I just want to do it once. Like I don't think that that's asking so much. It's asking quite a bit. It is asking quite a bit. So here's another question we get asked a lot that I want to go ahead and knock out now so we don't go through another hundred episodes okay. of getting this question once a week. Uh, people always ask, they're thinking about starting a podcast. Sure. Do we have any advice? Yeah, no. don't. Do we have how to make it funny, how to do it, anything along those lines? What if your podcast gets more popular than ours? Where does that leave us? That's why we don't ever answer it, honest to God. Yeah. No, that's, that's because there should only be one podcast in this world. That's not ours. That's not it. No. Um, hey, stop podcast yourself. Do that. <laughs> We're, you're out of the game. Jordan Jesse, go. Jordan Jesse, stop. Get out. <laughs> out of the pool. Throwing throwing shade. Like, throw some dirt on your grave because you're done podcasting. You're out. For, former Judge John Hodge. Disgraced I, Judge depo- John Hodge. The um, verdict is in, and you have to stop with your show because we're the only ones left. What, the pro- what else we got? WTF? Where to find podcasts? It's th- nowhere because you stopped. How did this get stopped? How did this get stopped? That's pretty good. Um, I yeah. guess the advice would be have two really funny brothers uh, to carry your, your dead weight for you. That's been my plan for <laughs> yeah. two years. It's been working out great so far. Wait, that's what I've been doing. Shit! <laughs> D- I got you guys. <laughs> I got this. Don't I would say the best advice that I have for anyone is don't just start doing a podcast because you feel like it. Like wait till you find a good topic and a what? good That's what we like, cast of people. Yeah, but like we didn't say like let's do a podcast and start one the next day. Like we brainstormed and yeah, worked on it. That's exactly what we did. we workshopped it for like thirty five minutes. Yeah, and all and that was coming up the with next the name. Day. <laughs> yeah. What was our do we Oh god, I have a text document somewhere with some of the failed. Can names. we do that? Can we can you read the do you have that somewhere saved? Travis can read a check-in while you uh, look for it. In fact, yeah. Travis, do it. Got it. Uh, last summer, I asked for tips and tricks for safely navigating one's first music festival. In reply, you guys warned me against getting hit by mysterious buses, as well as avoiding the <laughs> dangers of prostatitis. I'm happy to report that my trip to Bonnaroo was a rousing success. I maintained a healthy fear of parked buses and RVs while simultaneously keeping my butthole game correct. This year, I will be returning to Bonnaroo, and this time, I will be bringing friends. Congrats on the 100th episode, Battle Worn at Bonnaroo. Now, Travis, you giggled. I I like the phrase butthole game. <laughs> it's so vital, though. That's no joke. Yeah. You want to come home, you'd be like, yeah, I saw Wilco. It was great. Got a butt disease. Travis, <laughs> uh, another one from this Vegetarians. Oh, okay. vegetarians. Give me that. Here's another one. Uh, I asked you what I should do to feed my vegetarian friends in episode 46. Somehow I managed to feed them and remain friends with them. I even managed to pick up more of those delusional friends and am currently dating one. So I guess everything worked out well. Thanks and congratulations on the 100th episode. So, and Thank congratulations you. on your vegetarian girlfriend. 
here, you guys, I found I found the document. Okay. okay. Here's some a few names that we came up with that's uh, that were really bad. Um, brother in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> we got into robots for a while. Travis said fat robot. <laughs> not not quite human. Justin said the not quite human fan cast. <laughs> Um, this is all legit, by the way. <laughs> this is not a bit. Brother attack. Win brothers attack. Heat of the bromant. <laughs> Heat of the bromant was such a good one. Wait, wait, what was it? Heat of the bromant. <laughs> that was mine. Uh, blossom. Let's just blossom. Damn. Uh, family, family circus. <laughs> uh, oh man, these are some of these are so fucking bad. <laughs> Keep going. I have to know. Oh, this is great. Macklejoy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I was the first one to suggest my brother, my brother, and me. I forgot that piece of errata, and then right after that, I suggested Keenan and Kel and Justin and Travis and Griffin. Um, let's see. I remember we had a honorary brother was mm-hmm. was one that uh, we kicked around. Um, brother bought five thousand, I think, was the one. Brother bought five thousand. Uh, I do uh, remember bro. Cirque de bro, Cirque de Brolay. I remember uh, bro, your own way was one. Bro, bro your, your own, own way was that was very close to becoming it. Um, the Baldwin's of podcasting. <laughs> the Baldwin's of podcasting. Uh, the Baldwin Brothers podcast with your host, the McElroy Brothers. <laughs> Mr. Brother. Mr. Brother. I think maybe, and you know how people who really love Mr. Belvedere call him Brock Toon? I think that we should, maybe, maybe people who are super fans of the show should pick one of these as a nickname that they can can use for us. Oh, I like that. That only they use. That only they use. Um, But while still using. Let's go with Blossom. (laughs) Please make it Blossom. But don't. You guys check out the latest episode of Blossom. We're actually trying to, we're still trying to build our brand heat. So please don't do that. Let's yeah, include the hashtag, the MBMBM <laughs> hashtag we do, because like we're just really trying to get build this brand right now. Um, how about a Yahoo answer? Yeah, sure. This are one, we this still doing this fucking pot? Are we doing like two shows in a row or something? Yeah, we're gonna squeeze in two hours. Oh my god, people! It's what people wanted. They've listened to ninety nine hours. I only want two more because they're fucking insane. This one was sent by Mark Toretsky. Thanks, Mark. It's by Yahoo Answers user Andre who asks. 2012 into the world safe places to hide uh i'm not gonna read his whole question because it's uh like six paragraphs of the craziest thing i've ever read but uh he had a friend who used to work at area 51 Uh told him it's a government bunker about 1500 miles underground uh he said that in 2012 there will be quote a new beginning that the government knows all about. It's going to kill 99.9% of the people on the earth. Mm-hmm. They're going to save Obama and, and Bush and Clinton and him, his buddy who works at Area 51, NASA for some reason. Um, and it's a no-fly zone. When do you get he, to the crazy part? All When I said 2012 into the world, say places to hide. No, but all of that's true. Right from the kickoff. No, I saw all of that on the History Channel yesterday. Here's a problem. No, you didn't. Yes, it here's did. another. Here's a second problem. Uh, he can't enter this facility. It's it's limited entry. 
uh, he wants to move to the Himalayas, but he's not a mountain climber, mm. but he doesn't know of any other safe places to hide uh, when the depletion of the human race happens. Well, I think the answer uh, is obvious. Is it? What? Area 52. <laughs> it's not. It's kind of shoddily made. Area 52 is the name of the pizza parlor next door. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious gag. What if you can you stand in a doorway? Can you get in a, can you get in your bathtub? Get in your bathtub in a doorway. Build a doorway in the bathtub in the basement. That's the safest place you can be in any emergency. That's a you, a bomb can go off next to you and you'll be you'll be a okay. Yeah. Um. That's how that's how Osama survived for so so long. He actually wouldn't leave the the uh, the door frame in a bathtub in a basement. They they had to carry mm-hmm. him around like a uh, like a giant sedan with uh, <sighs> guys on the side. Ah, fuck. A, a pal- I should have said Area Club 54. <laughs> Stop it. Damn it. That would have led to, like, a whole string of goofs. Oh, I'm yeah. Sorry. It would have been really great. Yeah, it would have been really good. Well, never... Maybe if you want to start a podcast, there's a great way. Just take that goof that Travis left there by the right side. That's a, that's a, I'd say it's a full podcast worth of goofs. It's a rich there. vein of goofs. <laughs> it's a rich goof vein. Ooh. No sure. claim jumpers. <laughs> so... Claim jumpers would be a great name for a podcast. Can we change ours? No. <laughs> no. Yes. Travis, listen, I appreciate all the goofs. We are eight months out from the apocalypse. So, like, if we could come up with something, something, maybe a submarine. It depends on what goes on, right? Yeah, we don't know. The problem Well, that's the thing. You got you to plan for all. You right. get in a submarine and go under, and you're like, ha, 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 suckers, and then what's this? Tidal wave. You're caught in the wave. You're thrown into a building. Uh, but, of course, like, if Galactus comes and just eats the planet, it's like, well, yeah. I wish I hadn't wasted so much time getting ready for this. Cause you're basically, well, maybe yeah, that's, the why they're the taking, that's why they're taking NASA with them, because they're well, working on that, you know, the spaceship. But then what if it's like a just like a wave, like a solar flare that destroys yeah. the planet? And then the only people will be safe are the people in bathtubs and doorways and basements. Mm-hmm. So. Just free floating in space, <laughs> guys. Guys, help! <laughs> I wish I had take my clothes off. I never thought this. My peepee's out in space. <laughs> Can I look at your mouth? Um, we're all fucked. Yeah, it's over. So I was just trying to enjoy ourselves while we got time. I haven't seen Melancholia, but I watched a few trailers. Yeah, that's how you choose to spend. Your 2012 experience is watching trailers for Melancholia. <laughs> the saddest thing about the world ending in 2012 is that no one will ever get to hear the Master Race Master Tapes. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I know I'm actually thinking about it. What if it does happen? Uh, it's not going to happen. Well, but if it does, Griffin, it's inevitable. You know? Yeah. No sense in worrying about it. Unless but it's the- going to... Here's what's going to happen. It, people are going to be like... When that day comes, what is it? The 20th? December 20th, 2012? Right before Christmas. Five Thanks days God. before Christmas. Yeah. I know. So it's going to happen. I'm not doing and any shopping, by come. the way. Sorry. Fuck all y'all. There's going to be a lot of last remember, minute Amazon in for the kid. <laughs> do you remember when uh, June 6, 2006 came along? Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, fuck. Here it comes. 666. Everyone's dead. Um, and and uh, everyone bought into it so much that there was just rioting in the streets and like people burning down entire cities and just like people lost their minds until June 7th came around. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like that. Like people are gonna bring it about out of their own, out of their own fear of it. <coughs> uh, see, Justin's kicking it off early. Mm-hmm. I got melancholia over here. Hey, brothers! Congrats on that hundo. Hey guys, this is Franz Ferdinand. Um, 
just calling to say, you know, my my death uh, sparked uh, World War um, World War One. Um, so you can take this to the bank when I let you guys know that yeah, you're you're just tops, and um, you know, I really think you kids are gonna make it. Anyway, I'm in hell because I was never baptized, so I gotta get off the phone. But uh, just keep up the good work. I have this theory that if we go full, like we're entering the third hour of podcasting that we have that we're in our third hour of it, which is going to sound hilarious to people listening. And it's been on for 45 minutes. Like, wow, Griffin really does clip a lot of the show out. <laughs> this is really heavily edited. I think it's appropriate that we end talking about the end of the world. Yeah. I think if we keep going, it would just be clicks, right? It would just be a bunch of clicks and noises that don't even resemble speech anymore. If we continue to podcast, mm-hmm. um, on into that infinite should night. We, should we keep podcasting until the end of the world? That's my question. We've only got eight think, months left. Shouldn't we t- dig in and just keep podcasting the whole time? Let's do one. Let's do one more. Definitely. Definitely. You can't stop me. This one was sent in by Lisa Holofield. Thank you, Lisa Holofield, for your, your constant, your unswerving patronage. It's by Yahoo Answers user Clayton who asks, Can I call my husband Daddy? <gasps> Do we Good really night, wanna, folks. Do we really want to do this? Goodbye, everybody. Tell me right now, should we do another one? Uh, let me give you some. Let me preview out the other ones. How okay. to make a, how to make a best friend? Okay. It could be sad. I don't, I'm not. I'm not like. Why that. would a girl? Why would a girl send another girl a boobs emoticon? Uh huh. Don't you think Justin Bieber is turning ugly day by day and losing all his fans? <laughs> All right, let's 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 explore that. It was also sent in by Lisa Holofield. What do you know? <laughs> yeah, who answers you? Deepak Chathan, who asks, don't you think Justin Bieber is turning ugly day by day and losing all his fans? After so many years of ruling the music industry. <laughs> basically. I think he's, <laughs> basically, King Biebs. <laughs> I think he is turning uh, a bit not attractive, and he's losing his fans due to the Robert Pattinson and One Direction. Only believers answer and say the truth. <laughs> No false prophets. I'm a I'm a be I'm a believer agnostic right now. I I'm not sure that I'm fully in the Beebs camp. I'm gonna try to find the most recent picture of the Beebs that I can. Oh, it's awful. He looks like Donald Sutherland. <laughs> Somewhere there's a portrait of him getting more and more attractive. And Donald Sutherland's like, I could walk without the cane today. I'm feeling really good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, me uh, for I the youth energy. Oh, man, if he's listening, I just really took the wind out of his sails. <laughs> Who, if Kiefer's, if Kiefer's listening, I'm a fucking dead man. <laughs> oh, the Beebs. How old is he now? He was born in 2008. So he is... <laughs> <laughs> he was manufactured by government scientists in 2008. He's 12. Hey guys, is it time for everybody to lay off of Justin Bieber yet? Can we give oh, him I think a break? Once, once you saw Never Say Never, uh, I I don't think there's anybody. I think you meant to say once you game. saw Never Say Never. I thought I made a film recommendation to you guys. Did you not remember when I said, "Hey, you guys should watch this movie," and you said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. We'll watch it tomorrow." I don't remember saying that. I, <laughs> I remember, remember saying you should watch it, and I don't remember us saying you emphatically emphatically agreed. I. I'm uh, having sort of a problem right now, and that is that I went to Justin Bieber's Wikipedia page, and he was born in 1994, and there's a section on the Wikipedia page labeled Childhood and Youth, and it's like, 
all. <laughs> all of it. Still, Please tell still me. Happening. Still current. Current to now. Uh, still youth. He's still childhood youth. If the Bieber's youth is behind him, I am a decrepit old. I'm like the crypt keeper right now. <laughs> I can't even keep my limbs on. It's like death becomes her. Like shit's falling off my body if the Bieber's youth is behind him. Yeah, yeah but now that he's legal, it's like, ooh, gross. You gross, know? right. Well, I, I think youth technically ends when you, like, fuck a 35 year old woman in during your. Your tour in Germany, like <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're 13 years Did old. Did that, that happen? It come on. Uh, okay, you're right. I don't follow the blogs. Where what are those New Directions kids into? One Direction? I don't understand how female attraction works. Okay. I was just sitting here thinking about it. I, I, the, it it's unthinkable to me that there are people who looked at Justin Bieber and were like. He's fucking got it going on, handsomeness, sexy-wise. You know, Griff, I bet a lot of that is, uh, like, that he is possibly the least threatening person to have ever existed in the world ever. Yeah. You're just saying that because you've never seen Never Say Never. You don't know how hard he is. (laughs) And saying (laughs) stuff like that just completely undermines your case, Griffin. When he plays basketball with his... With his friends back in Canada, because he is Canadian. Right. Um, when he's playing Canadian basketball. And writing songs about how he beat Shaq. <laughs> no, wait. Writing, when he's writing songs about the party that he threw at his house that he got grounded for, and his older brother Nick is, like, just killing it in 98 Degrees. Is that what the band he was in? Yes. Which one died? LFO. He, LF, all of wait, LFO, LFO died? died? Not in all a of, plane crash in Not all of LFO, but the, the only one you'd recognize on the street. F. F, F died. F died. F died. Oh, I love no. girls that wear black. It's please. It's a funeral. <laughs> Was that LFO? Yeah. I love girls where I'm becoming fit. Guys, Justin Bieber is done. I was just thinking about it, did some Google image searching. He's done. He's fucking, he's gross. Don't make me look at him anymore. You're over it? Over the beams? He's got crow's feet. It does he? Who needs that? <laughs> well, he's Who been a that? necklace made of crow's feet. <laughs> he's been under a lot of stress. He's like the most famous person. Do you know how hard that is to deal with? I hear um, during his uh, latest concert when he did Somebody to Love and then like the tour manager goes out in the audience and brings a girl up on the stage to be a special someone and Can he like gives not. her the rose and like dances around her like he Just, does at every concert. I heard the last concert that he did that out, he gave the girl the rose and she was like, mm, no. No. And she threw it back in his face and it poked one of its eyes out. And But now he has one eye. Pat, <laughs> and he's a lot less attractive. Because mm-hmm. he looks like he's always winking. Mm-hmm. Hey. Doesn't Bieber... Here's a question for you. Does Bieber have to die young? Now, hear me out. If Bieber... Bieber can't do anything for the rest of his life that is not exactly this. Like, mm-hmm. by the very virtue that Bieber will age, he mm-hmm. can no longer be Bieber as we have come to think of him. Does sure. Is the right plan of attack for, A, him to, like, disappear for five years and then come back hard? Like, Wait. five o'clock shadow, uh, you know, uh, been through some stuff, maybe some light cursing on his album. <laughs> is that, is so that, you're talking like, like, he needs to, like, 
pupate for a while and I enter a cocoon. Yes. He needs to enter a beautiful chrysalis yeah. and come out Justin Timberlake, start up his acting career maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. That's where this terminates. He's I would also talented. like to propose a like witness relocation program for aging child stars mm-hmm. and like change his name, become a substitute teacher in Utah. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm I'm your teacher, Jorston Blaber. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about social studies. I'm going to bring one of you girls. Like a ten-year-old girl. I'm going to bring one of you girls up from your seat. I'm going to make you my special someone, and you have to give your oral report on Custer's last stand. Get it? (laughs) Are we done? (laughs) I hope so. I can't say anything else. Twenty minutes ago. I don't know any other things to say except to say thank you guys so much for hanging out with us like through all these years and. Two years, I guess. Not all these years. It's like some years, but all these both years. All these both years, you guys have been here and you've been listening to us talk about utter nonsense. And please don't get on Twitter and be like, "This episode was whack." Like I don't know, but if we edit, it- <laughs> <laughs> we're aware. We're aware. Like we talk for two hours. Like at some point, this just becomes like hanging. We're just hanging, <laughs> talking. Yeah, about I just, and- I just want you guys. We did this to prove a point, so that you guys wouldn't ask for extra long episodes anymore. <laughs> they- this is an object lesson. This is a tough love episode of my brother, my brother and me. <laughs> Do you think we enjoyed this? We didn't. Did not. We did. We did it because we love you. Yep. We're t- trying to teach you a lesson that you'll never forget. I'm actually sleepy. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, all your goof energy has been depleted. You need to go have a hamburger and just chill out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get a protein shake and just be your Pilates. Head to the, co- head to the cool off tent. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some OJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put my head between my knees, just like find my center again. Uh, Guys, I want to thank uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. Uh, they just announced on the Max FunCon lineup that he's going to be doing a panel, I believe, at Max FunCon, which I am. He's doing a panel, and I'm doing a panic attack as a result. Like I mm-hmm. can't, yeah, cannot handle it. Uh, I, I know it's been six days since we mentioned it, but I also want to uh, say if you haven't yet. If you haven't stopped this stupid podcast, go check it out. Go check out the Cast of Thrones. Uh, they were our sponsor this week. You've probably forgotten about it, but they're awesome. <laughs> but they're yeah. good, too. Uh, go listen to them. Thank you to everybody tweeting about the show. Uh, uh, Nor Rockwell, Golly Ayali, of course, as always. Uh, Christian Nobano, uh, Joanna Eleven, Action Allen, Cambo Soup. <laughs> Gervais 1985, Law and Order PCP. Um, thank you guys so much for all your support over these two years. And the only reason people are listening to the show is because you told other people about it. So please don't stop that as we go into our third year and our second hundred episodes. Um, we can actually, because we are brothers, can never stop doing this podcast Mm -hmm. so as long as people keep listening to it that would be ideal because we legally can't stop yeah thank you to 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 jesse and all of our our family members at maximum fun it's 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 an honor to be a part of this it uh, it, seriously that was joining this network was a a, uh i think that's the best thing that happened to us in in the last hundred episodes yeah or the or the last you know 30 years of all of our lives mm-hmm. and so. thank you to our dad for mm-hmm. teaching for us making us born taking mm-hmm. teaching us about chuckles at a young age he was a stern taskmaster 
when it came to goofs, and the one thing he told us to never do was to record for more than two hours. And yet, <laughs> yet here Thank we are. Thank you so much to our dad for allowing us to spring forth from his loins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is complicated. Uh, and thank <laughs> fully you. grown. Fully grown. I can't. Is this um? That's the. That's pretty gross. That's I'm so the, sleepy. You're. I. I just want the show to be over, Griffin. You're the only one with the power to make it stop. Please. Thank everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Seriously, and thank it's you for all that money. <laughs> I just don't know what you do with all that sweet, sweet money. God, I'm so rich, Griffin. I bought a Taco Bell. Yeah. I bought a Taco Bell restaurant. I bought a taco. So, our split may be off. <laughs> this one was sent in by Lisa Holyfield. Thank you, Lisa Holyfield, very, very much. You, our shows would be like half as long without without your questions. Thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers user Amelia H, who asks, "Can I eat a turkey and cheddar crackers lunchables while pregnant?" <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Score on the lips. Thanks. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part. <laughs>